So, hi and welcome to, um, <laughs> oh, already fucking up, uh, <laughs> BFG, uh, this is Big Fucking Goggles, um, the podcast where uh, me and Francesca just talk about things that we decided to talk about through our Big Fucking Goggles. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, technically season two, but it'll be season one for y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, Francesca, would you like, I mean, I didn't introduce myself, but would you like to introduce yourself? Wait, what? You just introduced me. You called me Francesca, so thanks, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Literally me, like, all right, that was it. That was good. Good, good, good job. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I feel like you'll get to know us, so we're not going to do any, like, formal introductions, but <laughs> you can at least know our names. <laughs> and we're giving you, like, not handle names. Yeah, um, right. That we could definitely have used our, um, our, pers- our fan persona five phantom thief handles. Wait, what? Is that a, did I? Did you, did you forget? just use like a stock one no you oh my gosh you were thinking about playing the game oh yeah we i said fan so we made persona like remember we like were like this if we were in the game this is who we'd be this is what our personas would be this is like what our mask would be we like did the whole shenanigans this is what our image color would be francesca did you really forget about those (laughs) Okay, well, we're not talking about Persona today, so I'm going to let it go. Um. I totally am. I'm like, wow, that was that sounds like it was really good. Why didn't I write down notes? Why don't I keep notes? Um, I might have it somewhere, to be honest. So, yeah, so, um, you know, uh, we uh, play this game called League of Legends, and... Um, League of Legends just started, just had its first kind of um, animated series based mm-hmm. on the universe. And so I've literally finished it about probably five minutes ago. Um, and Francesca finished it earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, the series is called Arcane mm-hmm. and kind of features um, uh, an origin story of several characters, so many characters, yeah. um, from that are playable champions in League of Legends. Exactly. I don't want to do spoilers, so I'll list the ones that are that are like known. Yeah. The known mm-hmm. ones are V, Caitlyn, Jinx. Jinx is like uh, on a lot of like teaser trailer and poster art like things. Mm-hmm. And Victor and Jace. Yes. So five. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that there is this. Oh, is and Heimerdinger. Few... Heimerdinger. So six. Yeah. Yeah, but Heimerdinger is just more like there. He's not really like his origin story, you know. True. But um, it's interesting because uh, when Arcane was featured, um, there were six characters that were featured, and so potentially the sixth character, this is also her maybe origin story if she ends up being the speculated new champ uh, support and league in the coming year. Right. Um, and her name is Mel. Um, but we will see. I just wanted to point out that in the promotional material, she had her own poster. Mm. Like, Heim was not, Heim did not have his own poster. We uh-huh. just knew he was in the series for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, trait teasers, I think he shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like, these are the characters you, we are following. So, yeah. Um, you had strong feelings about it. Do you want to share their strong feelings? And then I will respond. <laughs> Um, I, I could be very long winded and say there's a lot of good things that happen about this show before I go into like the reasons why I abysmally, I, not abysmally hated it. <laughs> um, it's very cockblocky and frustrating. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, but... uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I finished it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I understand why Francesca is like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, first off, a really great effort and, like, a really stunning visual uh, project. 
that was well done in terms of like execution as like a cinematic event. Mm-hmm. It's totally agree. got really interesting details. It like kind of tries to do some like 2D art, I feel like, which I'm like, I wonder if y'all got this from Into the Spider-Verse as like a style. Mm, I know exactly the scene you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's just some stuff that like, there's just a lot of like, I guess, texture and like care put into the visuals that I'm just like, oh, okay, this is, this is really stunning to watch. So that's nice. And, like, the story overall is, like, very high energy. And, like, the timing is good and the pace is good <laughs> on, like, the overarching story Yeah, for like 80%, a first season. Yeah. 80, 80% of the season. They, mm-hmm. like, get, got it together. Yeah. But I'm also <laughs> just like, oh, my God. <laughs> 40 minutes per episode. And, uh, like, between multiple storylines it's like game of thrones has like two hours or like an hour they they do all they do multiple things in an hour you're trying to do multiple things and world build with an animated series so there's like a immense amount of world building you can do and convince people of Mm -hmm. and (laughs) and yeah that was well done it's like this is this is an exciting first season (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, are you, where's the scathing? I'm like waiting for the scathing yeah. remarks. Sorry, I, I really did my first thing. I did say, oh, hey, good job. Like, good first season. But, you know, my interest, goggles fully on and tight, <laughs> <laughs> was about V and Caitlin. Like, I'm just here to watch, like, the origin story of these two as a pair. Yes, yes. Um, And for clarity's sake... Um, League of Legends has a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they have not been so forthcoming with uh, confirming um, LGBTQ characters for like a number of, you know, probably reasons, you know, um, pol- political reasons in terms of just like it not being uh, kosher, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in media, mm-hmm. um, though you f- you wouldn't you wouldn't feel that way, um, but they recently this year. Um, confirmed their first uh queer couple which is not being caitlin mm-hmm. um it is leona and diana and that mm-hmm. happened earlier this year mm-hmm. um and they were conceived and cons con- like at concept to be queer lovers and then that just never was confirmed um but something that i think the lee community just like really like uh projected into um and <laughs> was real right um so V and Caitlin, um, they kind of have like a pair of skin lines together or something. There's like some reason why they're like paired in people's um, imagination, and so this kind of felt like leagues or riots, um, kind of confirmation on something that had been speculated by the uh, fans. Hmm. But lore-wise, they are paired. I. So my lore is probably I probably have better lore with more recent champs, mm-hmm. and V was V and Caitlyn are definitely before I started playing the game. Um, so I don't I don't know if they were paired in lore or if they were paired in a skin line. Mm-hmm. Like Which I know for a fact first? they're paired in paired in a skin line together. Yeah, but I don't know if that is also lore based. Mm-hmm. Well. But it seems it seems like it, right? Like they obviously paired the two of them together very intentionally in this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. I'm just I'm just saying that someone could fact check me and be like, "This bitch doesn't know what they're talking about," which would be true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I probably also don't know what I'm talking about. But after watching like three week or two weeks of this show, I did do a bunch of like uh, lore reading on the. Oh, like League of Legends, and I, I reread like Leona Reese... and Diana because I was like, okay, while I'm here, let me read that again. That was great. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's it called? Also, I didn't realize it had art. They had what? They have like just like sketches and stuff. Oh, oh, uh huh. So I was like, oh, I wonder. Sometimes I w- I look at like side note when I'm looking at like fan art or whatever. Some styles seem closer to like the styles on like that like riot or whoever does 
Yeah, like they're like canon styles or something. Yeah. So whenever I see just like concept art, I, I I don't I don't know anything, but I'm always just like, oh, I wonder to what degree concept art is influences like fan art mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like what people borrow from the aesthetic. Anyway. Um, oh, I see. I see. Uh huh. So like, but so, back to the back to the goggles on these lesbians. Yeah. Uh -huh. Wait. So yeah, in lore, they're but they're they're literally buddy cops. Oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Right, right. So then there's there's a pairing, but then I think they have they definitely have a cop skin line together, and then um, I don't yeah, know what the other one probably Lee really likes their cops. Um. Yeah, or cyber, or whatever it is. But um, yeah. So about these lesbians. <laughs> I was so hyped, like Act One and Two, because mm -hmm. Act One was nice because it was just like I wasn't. Exp it does not crop up really until Act Two. No. But Act One is nice because it really helps Act One because Act One is so tr fucking traumatic, and I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh my god, I can't, uh, I can't deal. <laughs> like poor Jinx, I really can't deal, or Powder, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Choose the timeline. Yeah. Choose your side. Yeah. Wait, my side? Oh, like, are you Team Powder? Are you Team Jinx? Like, do you want her to stay Jinx, or do you want her to be Emotional Powder? Mm. I. It's fine. You don't also have to make this into a team thing, but... <laughs> no, I was like, oh, no, not... You, you're breaking my brain. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> to decide that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, like, know, like, one of our uh, friends would just be like, that is Jinx Forever Jinx. Like, yeah, she had a name. That's mm -hmm. a dead name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Facts. Um, I, I, I was just... I mean, that's what... I mean, that is, like, what she decides to do at the end of that... Uh, yeah. The season, right? She's like, I. this is who I am mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. This is who I will always be moving forward. Like, I am no longer this name that you call me, right? So... Mm. Yeah, but <laughs> going back to the lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just, like, bummed that they're still very ambiguous as a couple. Um, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. There are deep hints. I mean, it's, like, interesting because there's definitely, like, when they think they're saying goodbye to each other for, like, maybe forever, mm -hmm. um, and they embrace and they hold, and, and it's, like, very intimate. Um, the camera pans away to somebody else because they're having a moment, mm -hmm. and then it goes back to them, and then you realize that uh, V has, or Vi, Vi has um, her hand caressing Caitlyn's face. Right. And it's like... It's really short. It's really... It's really... You would yeah. can miss it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and it's an interesting thing because, you know, Jinx definitely is like, this is your girlfriend. And she like... There's definitely things that like... Things that are said that like if they were sh heterosexual, like would just be taken as being like pronouncements of love mm -hmm. but because they are queer it's almost and and queer people are so used to being baited um, <laughs> yeah. or needing to project into those moments on characters that are um have these intense relationships that seem hyper romantic but mm -hmm. aren't mm -hmm. um aren't conceived that way by the creators then it's like it's interesting because i feel like i wonder how clear it would be to somebody who doesn't need to invest in um, queer interpretations of like relationships and media. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes that definitely makes sense. Well, but then isn't that saying like how does a straight person look at like those moments? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. Yeah. 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 I or like, or like you know, like maybe. Uh, we don't know a lot of younger queer people, right? So we act I don't know actually how much they invest uh, in those kinds of moments, like like that we like grew up needing to do. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, doesn't this doesn't don't these moments like literally happen like leading up to or surrounding like the sex scene, the heterosexual fucking sex scene? Like that thing yeah. comes out of fucking nowhere, and it's just like, oh, okay, so you're you're gonna be like just handing over this like a hypersexual scene 
in this fucking game, which or this this an, uh, cartoon cartoon animation. Should, yeah. Yeah. That I was just like, where is this was really from? upset. Like, yeah. like, heterosexual sex, god damn it! Uh, I'm just like, oh my god, no, not the Red Shoe Diaries in my League of oh. Legends animation. And it was just like some. It was just so over the top and very Germanic, but it was just like, oh, okay. I mean, like, I watched it because I watched the show all the way through once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. And then I hop, skipped, and jumped to, to like the parts that you to, that you needed. Yeah, that I was like, I want to watch that part again. I yeah. want to watch that part again. I want to watch it through this lens. <laughs> Which is interesting because I actually really liked that scene, and it was. Uh, yeah, it was interesting to me because of the the the, the parallel, right? Because the, the show is like invested in a lot of parallel moments, mm -hmm. and so like there's the parallel of like um, Victor not realizing that this like really cute um, black uh, science assistant, she seems assistant. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't know if she is is or not. Mm -hmm. um, is like you know he asks her out, right? Or she asks her out. She asks him out. Wow, my pronouns all fucked up. She <laughs> asks him out, and he, like, doesn't realize because he's, like, obsessed with science. Mm -hmm. And then you have the other, like, conventionally attractive person, um, like, being like, oh, this is happening, and then that happens, right? But then mm -hmm. they're, they're, like, conjoined at the same time because that scene is, like, while Victor is, like, understanding the hex score, kind of. Mm. Um and so, like, it's a nice, it's a nice weird parallel that's happening for me, since the 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 animation is invested in parallels. Mm -hmm. But in the context, I totally agree with you um, that there's like a queer relationship that, like, do they even hold hands, or are like, it, are they only ever touching when like they're saying goodbye, or one of them is like deeply injured? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, no, not quite. Well. No, not quite. <laughs> That's, I mean, you really have to think about it, right? Yeah. Like, you can't... I don't think there's, like, a moment where they're just, like, oh, like, our hands are holding because, like, we, like, feel intimacy together. It's, like, I'm supporting your body because, like, I, like, have a wound in my leg. Or, like, well, you're, the, like, knocked the scene out. When they're, there's a scene when they're, like, in bed. And then I said it to myself. I was, like, oh, but they have a scene when they're in bed together. So isn't that something? What scene? Oh, um, when they're laying down in Caitlin's room. Right. Yeah, but see, even that moment, it's like, uh, you're very like, we might have we might have gotten this post credits, which is uh, homophobic, but fine. <laughs> and I and I and I in that moment, um, probably like didn't register it because like, for me, like they're always intimate, and so that that maintained the same level of intimacy I always imagined in them. And so it didn't like do anything more for me at that time because I was just like, yeah, they're always this close. But then there's like someone in the audience, right? And this goes back to, we just like, we'll never have this perception and that's fine of like how someone else would view the two of them in bed, right? Especially because I feel like there's like, um, a, a, in a very small part portion of the internet, so I'm not saying, uh, you know, this is ubiquitous of everybody, right? Mm -hmm. But there's um, people not understanding why uh, people see two uh, same-sex folk and, like, see intimacy and then, like, imagine them in romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. They're like, what happened to friendship? Like, why can't people be friends? Like, this is such a Twitter thing or this is such a new gen thing or whatever nonsense mm -hmm. they want to, like, place it on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's because I don't have a fucking rom-com, an actually good <laughs> rom-com blockbuster that's not inherently homophobic and fucked up because of who wrote it. Um, like, mm -hmm. prevalent in all the media. You know, right. like, that's just not, that's still not the experience. I don't know what makes you think that the, is the experience. Mm -hmm. um, most of those projects are token projects. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I still fucking project intimacy on <laughs> same-sex relationships right. because i don't get that yeah <laughs> this doesn't get get made for us yeah it does not happen and when like it, that and when it does you're really like you're really like uh yeah this is bottom of the barrel but it's so good because yeah. i've been starved for <laughs> so long it's like fucking yeah if you haven't had food for 
<laughs> and then somebody, yeah, gives you a fucking cracker. You're like, this is amazing. You're like, wow, where's this cracker from? Yo. <laughs> they're like, it's it's Ritz, Brandon. Mm-hmm. It's Ritz crackers. And mm-hmm. you're like, the butter. <laughs> the layers. Um, I can drink sorry with for this. That, sorry <laughs> for that marketing for Ritz. Um, <laughs> that was not a paid uh, promotional ad for Ritz crackers. I just, you know, I'm descriptive. Um, but yeah, no, I totally, yeah, sorry. But mm. going back to the, <laughs> the lesbians, that should be that should be just like what happens before every like segment change in Arcane <laughs> when V and Caitlin come on. It's just and then the lesbians. Lesbians. It does. It almost feels that way too. Yeah. And like it's so interesting because you know they definitely have so many moments that are again like I was saying before are so classic. They're so yeah. romantic torn like you know we're from two different sides of the fence like classic mm-hmm. what about us what about us vi yeah well, i guess oh us God, isn't I like, happening wow. <laughs> <laughs> i guess us isn't happening right now yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. oil and water okay. huh? i mean yeah oil and water <laughs> oil and you're you're that good sparkling water caitlin and i am just the oil that brings you down <laughs> it's like that oil is fine um but it's interesting because like yeah like despite all of this like i literally i think i said this before those episodes premiered right i was like if caitlin and vi do not kiss then it is like homophobic Mm-mm. you know mm-hmm. um because it's like why why give us all those breadcrumbs while give us all those like heavy-handed allusions to something mm-hmm. and like you said right you have two characters that like we can talk about but like Really, Mel took the Kool Aid. I don't believe it. That was so disappointing. Um, Wait, took the Kool-Aid. whatever. The Jace Kool Aid. Oh. I, based on Arc Two, I did not think or consider that Mel had actual romantic feelings for that child of a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, Arc Three, um, it's all like, you know, Mama, Mama Mel. Sorry, I'm not, not remembering their last yeah. names. Um, but Mama Mel is all like Noxion Mama Mel is yeah. very just like, uh, you know, like oh you're really into this one and it's mm-hmm. like, was she? Was she? Mm-hmm. What happened? Like, and you know that's actually really interesting because that's also like very, um, that's also integral in like kind of like hyper romances that focus around straight characters, right? It's like, you know, they have sex once and then all of a sudden it's like that's it, it sealed the deal. Right. They're like bound by life for whatever reason Mm -hmm. and that just like never she always seemed so poised and so calculating and that doesn't mean that poised calculating people can't fall in love but i just it he never seemed like anyone that was not but a tool for her well i don't think that he's still not he potentially you saw her take off the family ring yeah but that doesn't I I don't know if that's like a long term thing. Well, it might not be a long term thing now after what happened at the very end of the premiere, which is still frustrating and cock blocking. Right. Or the f- season, not premiere. But you know what I mean? Like I think I like I think that the narrative really tried to force it to be true. Mhm. Even though I would like I could see you I can see your your statement that like yeah, you don't really feel that. But I think that the narrative was really trying to force it down mm. our throats. The the Jason Mel thing. Mel specifically, right? Like I don't I think oh, Jace loved her. Right? Well, like I do I do think Jace was enamored and like fell over heels. It was probably his first romantic relationship. That feels convincing to me. Mm-hmm. Mel? Noxion raised Mel? Right, no. no, definitely not. <laughs> no, yeah, I I agree with that. I I guess it's just like the like Jay seems like such a. I mean, there's they're all kind of like archetypes, mm-hmm. and like his art, his personality just seems kind of like similar to Victor's. And you know what? Like, by the way, for the for the queer of it all, like I wasn't bummed that those two were not. Uh, paired at all like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's the friendship for all of the straight people we have a friendship it's victor and jace <laughs> they are science bros 
Yeah. Fan fiction will be written about them, but they will exist in this universe as the science bros. Right. Totally. And like, uh, so, but then like Jace is such a, I just, I just don't like him as a, like as his characterizations per se. Like he kind of has a lot of growing to do, which is good. I'm like ready to change my mind on him if there's like more seasons of this show. But then at the same time, it's like when I think about that in relationship to Mel, I'm like, no, I think he kind of should stay a dick because that's probably what's going to cause Mel to kind of supposedly lose her shit because we're all going to have to buy into her being in love with him. And then they're kind of maybe going to be part of the big bad. And then have to come around in the end to like band together to beat Victor. And it's just like, okay, well, if you guys are like opposed for a while, I'm cool with I it. love that you're like Victor is evil for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Victor, just to tell you folks, I mean, you know, this is a very spoiler filled episode. We probably, or commentary, we probably should have done the disclaimer in the beginning. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry. But... Disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Victor um, and League is like, a, you know, this is his representation in League of Legends. He is fully like machine at this point, mm-hmm. essentially. And so the end at the end of Arcane, Victor is nowhere Victor is coming becoming a machine. Mm-hmm. But like not full machine. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I love that Francesca was like, and is also evil and is also the big bad. You yeah. like really were like I'm sorry. In my mind I said a disclaimer. <laughs> it didn't come out. It didn't send. It didn't send. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was like, yeah. But we, I, you, oh, go ahead. I, go ahead yeah, sorry. We should just, that was the disclaimer. Let us spoil because I would like to have a, I would like to have a deeper <laughs> chat. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So, so t- spoilers and all. Like, there's just going to be a lot of shit hitting the fan next season if, if it happens. Because there was, like, the... So, I feel like, okay, this is what I want to talk about, Mm -hmm. and it's related to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So, I think one of the reasons why it's a bit frustrating and cock-blocky is that this was kind of presented, even though there was nothing that they said Mm -hmm. about how it was presented, but it was presented as an encapsulated story. Like, I thought we were just getting arcane and that was going to be it. Mm -hmm. I noticed that they said season finale and not series finale. Like, Mm -hmm. I saw that. But I don't think I was expecting... I think this is why kind of arc three falls away because if you know enough about the characters right it felt like they really like set themselves up to kind of like not necessarily conclude everyone's narrative because these characters are like always like kind of um being like they're all they're always kind of perceived as growing you know Mm -hmm. um but they would they would kind of conclude the arc right because in some ways like what we needed was Jinx getting pink eyes because, mm-hmm. you know, that like kind of shows, that's like the origin of why she gets pink eyes, mm-hmm. you know. And then we kind of just needed the reason why V like turned into the forest. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't need something that like set up like multiple seasons happening. Mm-hmm. And there's almost something that felt like in its production, you know, especially when you think about how kind of tight-knit the first six episodes are right mm-hmm. like it's first three first three they feel very tight-knit um there's something about the way that the last three episodes were where like it felt like someone on the planning committee someone you know whatever was like we actually think we might have a hit on this like mm-hmm. let's maybe extend it mm-hmm. you know like there's something about that quality mm-hmm. because you know, even if we're going to talk about, or even if you're going to, even even if the, it was conceived as a seri- uh, as a season finale, that was still a poor, for me, poorly constructed three set of episodes mm-hmm. to be a final arc for a series finale. Because it was just, like, too rushed? It almost feels like there's certain things that, that feel rushed and then there's certain things that feel anticlimactic mm-hmm. you know what i mean because ultimately like where it ends like 
so I have this feeling that like Silco ended up being too much of a charismatic character mm. and like takes so much of the plot and he's not he's like one of the few characters in that series that are important that doesn't have a league equivalent mm-hmm. right and so you know Silco can't be built into anything that's in the universe, right? right. He, he, or in the game universe. I'm sorry, we have to be specific about that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it's almost like they were like, oh, this character's really compelling. He's moving everything. He's actually kind of essential to Jinx. Even though Jinx is supposed to be more Joker in essence, mm-hmm. she really is, like, feels closer to harley quinn as a base in this archetype especially Mm -hmm. with silco kind of being a more subdued joker right but like joker is a linchpin joker there are iterations of joker that like are more fear-based domination than just like mad-based domination Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so like there is an interpretation where like silco fits in that trajectory of the joker and you know even though there's some points of closeness between the two of them he's very committed to that as his daughter right mm-hmm. and like and like th- so like they have they have like a weird fragmentation version of joker and harley quinn mm-hmm. where it's more paternal right even though there are some ones where harley quinn is kind of so like off the cusp that like he joker takes a natural supportive maybe parental moment and talking to her mm-hmm. right um but yeah, so it feels like Silco is actually a really good iteration of that, where like even though you can see the vestiges of Joker's like kind of imprint on him, mm-hmm. he kind of stands as his own character, mm-hmm. in um and not like a knockoff, right? And so like him being so compelling and him being so kind of whatever, mm-hmm. it feels like the writers, whoever, and this is me, you know, this is my fan theory. Okay. It feels like they were like, we needed to, we need to do something to get rid of this character, mm-hmm. right? Because he's too compelling while also somehow showing how Jinx becomes Jinx, right? And if that's what we were supposed to do, like, yeah, they do set it up in small ways, but mm-hmm. I feel like Jinx took so much more of the narrative in the first two parts. And it feels like she doesn't have that much of the narrative because we're like dealing with these kind of overtures with Jace. And so, like, that part where you get to them at the table, it's not really built that way to be as emotionally gripping mm. as it, like, potentially could be. And it does it does probably, like, hit people emotionally. I'm not saying that it's emotionally vacant or, you know, there's nothing there. But, yeah. I thought like, it was definitely, are you talking about Silco and Jinx at the table or are you talking about the whole table scene? I'm just talking about the whole table scene. You know what I mean? Like, okay. in some ways, like, right, if they... There's, like, two things that can that can happen to, like, make that a better scene overall, right? If they okay. were more explicit about Caitlyn and Vi, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, that scene is tragic because... Or, like, we know the tragedy of what's going on right there, mm-hmm. right? But, but like, but, like, if that was explicit... Wait, having, maybe I like don't having, know the tragedy. What is the tragedy? Oh, of like of like your lover like baby killing your like um emotionally like uh your neurodivergent emotionally intense um manic depressive like younger sister. Yeah. Right? Right. This is me this is this is your new girlfriend slash love of your life. This is your sister. You love them both equally. You don't wanna see this, right? Mm-hmm. And they do that, but it's not explicit, right? Mm-hmm. So like because even even though Jing says this is your girlfriend and all these things like we're like it's not explicit enough for us mm-hmm. because there's ways that you submit that relationship visually that you refuse to do and that was a choice to refuse to do mm-hmm. because they were in bed they literally have a moment where they could have kissed that was very natural right um that wasn't like them on the run and just like kissing right <laughs> you know what i mean like which made like makes sense, right? Like they're not like they're not making out because they're always in they're usually in moments of stress, right? right? So like so like 
Yeah, or when, you know, when, when Vi is about to leave the second time before the oil and water, like, that's a perfect time for Caitlin to kiss her, right? Like, yes. there were, there were, there were moments that it is perfect to visually cement that, but because they don't, then, like, we know that it's stressful, but again, someone could be like, well, that's your best friend, right? It's not the same kind of intensive stress as, like, you knowing that they're lovers and, like, knowing that that's the sister, right? And then... Um, I don't even know what I was going to, I forgot what I was going to say about Soko and Jinx. Oh, well, but, you know, we know that Soko is like, like Jinx over here is Soko, like being like, oh, do I have to give up um, my daughter? Like this would ruin me, like whatever. Mm -hmm. But then like him kind of like one, we don't know where his gun was pointing to when he grabs it. Mm -hmm. Like what? And then like him being like, I would never let you go. You're perfect. Like that should have been tears mm. that should have been crying right mm. for this character who feels so wrong mm. so wrong for like all the episodes mm -hmm. doesn't really feel like she should exist after like what happens like the third season but it's like trying to maintain like herself to be told that she's perfect after after she's murdered the like man who's loved her for like the rest of her life right should have been like i should have been sobbing mm. Wait, you know, Vi I should have been so no. No, I, I, oh. I should have been sobbing. You like, should have been viewer. sobbing. Oh, I, like okay. I should have been like a mo like the mo. I should have felt that I'm. Mm. I, I did, but I think that like it, uh, everything felt so rushed that like it. I wasn't, I wasn't clear why we were ending there at episode nine. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's, and I think that's what I, I think we're talking about, like frustrating and tempo, right? Mm. It didn't make sense why I was there. At episode nine, you know, because of all the other things that happened. I mean, it was like the the straw that broke the camel's back. I thought because she was very much like she already had. She just as soon as she shot him, she did the thing. Yeah, she's like basically made her decision, and then he just kind of cemented it for. Her. So. Well, th this is the thing, like. We know that she's haunted by stuff. Mm -hmm. We know that she, like, sometimes when she feels like there's a ghost or something, that she'll just shoot at it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what she does episode, like, three, when she mistakes that firefly for being um, Vi, mm -hmm. right? So we, like, know in, in, like, moments of trauma and stress, like, she just responds to, like, movement with, like, violence and destruction. Mm -hmm. So I don't actually think she made a choice then. But didn't she, um, what's it called? Didn't uh, Vi try to call out to her? And didn't she yeah, just, Yeah, but like... as... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no. Then she just, like, kind of didn't... That wasn't enough. Right. So as Vi is doing that, she's... Everyone that Vi is naming are demons, and they're the demons that haunt Jinx, like, throughout the series, mm -hmm. right? And they're showing up as, like, monsters that haunt her, and they're the voices of her head, and they're the ghosts that haunt her, right? Because of, like, she's the reason why they died. Mm -hmm. And so even though Vi is trying to reach Powder, right, reach this younger sister that she was able to nurture and care for, mm -hmm. like, Jinx is haunted by all of that. Jinx, mm -hmm. like, those names are not supportive. Vi thinks that she's, like, you know, doing some anime, like, bringing the ancestors of the friends and, go you know, like, she thinks she's doing something like that where all the spirits of your friends, like, you know, they hold onto your shoulder and it's loving, right? Sure, um, Sailor yeah. Moon's a great example of that scene and, you know, end of season one. That's what Vi thinks she's doing. Right. That is not what is going on. Right. <laughs> like, that is the complete opposite it's of what's true. going on. And so I don't think I don't think when she when she reacts, right, she's reacting to the sound. Mm -hmm. She's reacting to she hears a gun cocked, so she's in danger. She's in survival mode. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what that's how I took it. So yeah. then when she realizes so that's why I was like, I don't feel like she made a choice then. She's just reacting, and then she realized that she shot like the father, right? Mm. She realized she she shot she shot Soko. She realized, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then what does he say, right? He doesn't go, "I'll hate you for the like, all the for doing this. I loved you so much." He reassures her that he was never gonna sell her out, mm -hmm. and he says that she's perfect, right? And that's where I'm like, that I should have been bawling. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but he's such a he's such a 
torn character, and you don't know if he actually would have turned her in. He says he won't as he's dying. But and that's and I think that that's the thing, right? I think all of those developments were delivered too fast, mm. and so that scene at the table it wasn't properly set up because all the all the elements are there for that to be an emotionally powerful, moving scene with all members involved, right? Yeah, I I guess, but I feel like that would move against the overall thrust they were trying to make for Jinx. What I mean to say is, like, uh, there's just a lot of, like, emotional ping-ponging, because, like, when I watched that scene, I was mostly less, like, holy shit, Vi and Caitlin are having another really intense but, like, traumatic experience together. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess I just didn't, maybe didn't have the space to, like, necessarily care for Jinx's trauma at that point, because she's just done so much. And and then I was just kind of like, well, V is probably like more aware of the like the fact that she's just really not like she just messed up again. And it's like, no, 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 you can't do it yourself. Like, should there be more seasons and should their story continue? It's just like, okay, so now you know that you you kind of can't reach her on your own anymore, and situation is getting out of control again. So I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't really there for, I wasn't going to receive Silco's dying as anything other than like, oh, well, okay. Now, now she really has no one but what's in her head to listen to because she doesn't listen to V or Vi. Um, and see, and this is a thing where I understand that like you're coming at that very like, this is kind of what was given to me and I'm coming from that place. Mm-hmm. But I'm, that's why I think I'm like, that, that's a lot of potential lost, right? Like mm-hmm. all the things that you're saying i think is because of a rush narrative because i think instead of doing like an encapsulation of like this is who this character like this is the origin we're gonna stick to like the origin of these two characters Mm -hmm. and not like there are like six characters we're doing origins of and some of them are actually like against their lore Mm. like the character themselves might be operating as if they, they they were the character themselves but i apparently found out that jace was supposed to be a time traveler Really? So, oh, he's, an he's supposed to be like a not like Echo time traveler, where Echo tra- travels, you know, very short bursts of time. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be like he went, he like saw like the apocalypse and then comes back and is like, I'm gonna make things better. Mm-hmm. That's why he's the man of tomorrow. That's why he has that moniker, apparently. Oh. Well, look so, at you with the lore facts. I which I got from a different friend, because um, yeah, he said that, and I was like what because <laughs> again jace was before my time so i like you know the people before i have less of a a pulse on those who came um, before yeah but you know what i mean and so like i think that obviously that character is hard to be sympathetic and so maybe you would have the same feelings about it but i think that you know if they did the first part of confirming that relationship right Mm-hmm. then um, you might still have that same thought, but like you're, there's there's a way in which if everything was kind of confirmed and a little bit more drawn out, then then it would then then I think that's the scene. I think the scene overall would be more impactful, mm-hmm. you know, because like like Jinx like being like I'm gonna fucking shoot this bomb and then she uses her ult right. She finally uses her R for the first time in the show. Yeah, right. Um. And it's him being like, it's again, Soko being like, we're going to show you. And that's interesting because out of um, most of the voices in Jinx's head, they're usually like always like um, like a like a glitch. They're mm-hmm. usually like always a little bit haunted. And that voice is very clear. So like Jinx is doing that very like in grief and an honoring of this relationship and actually like very, um, I would say sober instead of sane, right? Mm. She's doing She's doing it like very like, with like a very like intense clarity like mm. a sobriety almost mm. right mm. um and I, I and i think yeah yeah like that would it would yeah it would just like make it would make a lot of it would make a lot of sense and it's also weird that we like it's it's we like end the series with buying caitlin's like uh grief about knowing what's happening right right yeah and it's like and it it, it 
and again, it's you know they're both injured, and so it's the only time they get to touch. Um, <laughs> they get to cling to each other. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, it, we're still not left with Jinx, mm-hmm. which is like kind of, is she crying? Like, is she just crying? Yeah, she was like, why? She's had moments where she's been doing something and just crying. Right, right. But I just like, where'd she go? Right. She sent the bomb and then that was it? Yeah. She I, didn't, well, like... the cut is really, yeah. What a up in the air. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, those type of characters, you know, it could be that she's crying and then she's in grief and then she laughs, right? And then we really see her unhinge herself. We really see her be like, I have lost everything. I just, I don't know. I just, especially if, if you're going to if you're going to dabble with, like, something that's, like, very, like, Harley Quinn or Joker, you know? Like, it's just, like, we know you can do it because we know it's been done before. And it's not like this this series has been something that's so new. They've actually been able to take tropes and just play them really well. Right. You know? Um, And that's not, I'm not upset about that. I think that it's a good show for the most part. Um, Yeah. Besides them being like, hee hee, maybe season two? Yeah. That was hateful. Yeah. Well, back to the lesbians for a second <laughs> again. I still I still want to say like uh overall in terms of fluff, the fluff is the fluff is like yeah, it's like perfect fluff. It's like that's a, these are the exact tropes you pull when you're trying to uh deeply code something in subtext that mm-hmm. fan, like fan fiction writers have been scraping together for like you know, internet eons <laughs> since the time before <laughs> the internet. These these sorts of like nods have been, you know, sewn together in a panoply of <laughs> multitudinous imaginations doing God knows what. But like, uh, as a show, I guess it's just so lopsided because you have this intense amount of intimacy as opposed to the male friendship, which um, again, Jason and Victor are the male friends. <laughs> they have a very, a matter of fact, like buddy relationship, but like the amount of time invested in like deep gazes and high, highly in- intimate moments between Vi and Caitlin. It's just like, Oh no, I'm glad it, is well done for well done's sake but this is just more of the same shit of like the sorts of things that fans have to take because it's not text and i'm just like make it fucking text if you have to cut certain episodes then lump all those moments together put it in an episode and don't broadcast it in the region that it's going to be a problem in but you know that the majority of your fans like care about this thing at least yeah. in other like in other countries it's a big deal. And like there's no reason to not make it text if you're going to hint so strongly and like in my opinion knowingly. It's a very well-crafted show. So don't tell me that this is what female friendship looks like. This is not what female friendship looks like, especially when you have one of those characters go to a brothel and like choose a girl to talk to. Right. Or flirt with, or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know what flirting is. Was that yeah. flirting? Um, oh, it definitely was. And what did like, you think of that scene? Can I ask you? Can I just ask you what you thought of that scene? Oh, I just was like, oh, this is this is like so cute, right? Because like Vi comes on to Caitlyn so strongly in the brothel, mm-hmm. and then like leaves her to like her devices, like. But that's also like when Vi's like, you're fucking cute, like you got a nice ass, like it's <laughs> Vi checks her out for the first time, mm-hmm. and then you see Caitlyn in comfort right like you see caitlin relaxed and comfortable talking to the um other female um person in the brothel mm-hmm. um and so like it's like very like and then and vi appreciates that right mm-hmm. she's like oh you're not uptight and this is what you're into like mm-hmm. cute noted and so it's very yeah yeah mm-hmm. it sets up it sets up like clarity around their attraction to at least the same sex gender potentially mm-hmm. like kind of like more clearly than anywhere else in the show right yeah yeah because yeah 
by yeah, asking the... boy or girl. Yeah. Caitlin didn't answer. The next thing you see her with is uh, next person you see her with is apparently a girl. And yeah. then like Vi gives the no, like the like, huh? Guess that's it. Like there's my yeah. answer. But it, right. yeah, again, not text, not text. <laughs> you know, this is really this is really interesting for two things. One is because you know we're gonna plan on talking about Dune a little later, mm-hmm. and um, Dune the the series ended up being what I think Dune got a lot of critique for. And I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but mm-hmm. you know, Dune only really focuses on one half of the movie and they didn't really advertise or book and when and they didn't really advertise that i know a lot of mm-hmm. people were like oh i didn't know it was part one until i was in theaters you mm-hmm. know and so this is like another thing where like i'm a little bit frustrated because i thought arcane was gonna be that was it mm-hmm. and then now we have like netflix has renewed arcane season two and so it's like oh no riot was really like trying to conceive of something that like maybe could get a little bit more money mm-hmm. you know and obviously, like, I'm happy about that because I think it was a well-designed show, um, especially if it kind of leads into, like, if Mel becomes a character in League, right? Mm-hmm. And this is, like, kind of our introduction to her. Like, I think that'd be, like, super dope, you know? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't happen, I still think Mel is a really interesting character. And, you know, we don't have to talk about her tonight, but, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but then there's this other show that I watched that like really made me emotional last weekend and it's almost the same problem. Mm. And so in this other show, you know, um, there, uh, there's all these characters that are queer and they're queer because they're vampires. Right. And so like, whatever, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, they've lived long enough. They don't have that kind of whatever. They don't have that kind of, uh, concern about like sexuality mm-hmm. um someone really talks about it really nicely but i'm gonna just make my point um and so you know there's two characters and for me three seasons they have been romantically enamored with each other mm-hmm. um I, I got it in small pieces but it's just been so clear it's been so evident to me like someone could tell me differently and i would just be like whatever i don't care because like this is just there's just way too many markers for this mm-hmm. but um there are no uh they while they mention like doing things with each other and there's that kind of queerness right there is no homosexual couple mm-hmm. right and so there's one couple that like yes they're queer but like they are you know a heterosexual couple (laughs) they themselves aren't heterosexual they're in a queer relationship whatever but like in all intensive visual purposes they are heterosexual right Uh and then the other character um he is always seen pursuing romantically a woman right Mm -hmm. we like like he might like to mention like things like in bits but he visibly is always romantically and even we see him having sex romantic like sex in moments with women right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and so there's like two characters you know the two male characters and they could be together they could be at but it hasn't for reasons hasn't happened Mm -hmm. right and so it almost felt like they were finally getting movement in their relationship and that project progression gets kind of nubbed right Mm. and so someone asked me like oh do you think that these two characters will have to be will get together and i was like they kind of need to at least for an episode before they realize it's like the worst idea ever Mm -hmm. because if not it'll literally be queer baiting because despite the queerness of the show in terms of like the members and everything and like they're they're them talking about it Mm -hmm. and making allusions to it there is actually no concrete evidence of intimacy despite all these characters being queer and it's like kind of maddening because of that right Mm -hmm. and so i think that that that's the other yeah it reminds this is exactly what it reminds me of because like sure like maybe they're maybe they they all of a sudden pulled back because they thought they were going to do season two and so we're going to get confirmation that they're together in season two but it's also like why why do we have to like prolong this thing Mm -hmm. narratively or whatever for what purpose right because no matter how heavy-handed you are or how clear you are um there is something to be said about kind of visible confirmation visible textual confirmation not us being like this is my 16 page essay about why these two characters are together 
<laughs> which I usually write about Victorian literature. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because everything is subtext between like lace and tea. Yes. Um, right. I yeah. I think I think I agree. I'm just like if the straights get to see explicit sex, I I would like to see queer sex. Totally. I I don't care where it comes from. I don't care where it appears. I just want to see it. You, I already saw this. Sh- I already saw not shit, but it's just like I already had to go through two minutes of just like very well crafted but still CGI sex, and I'm just like, but it's straight sex. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't interest me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. intrigued. I'm just like, wow, is that is that really like a universe that's being like, like cropped into the shape of Mel? Did they really just turn this into like a meatloaf music video? <laughs> it's called Big Bang. It was it, Big Bang. It was. It was, and I yep. just. No. Nope. It yeah. Text would be nice, and and but it's also like in queer coding. It kind of it's like very textual for queer coding, but I'm still well, like it, no no no. We need you need to get somewhere. I I really and, hope there's a second season just to get somewhere with that. Well, there there is. There was confirmation by Netflix that there would be a second season. Yeah. But I, I do think that that's the, you know, there's a certain point, that there's certain, there's certain shows where it's a little bit more understated. And so, like, it's almost like you'd be fine because it's less understated. But this, this show almost overstated all the, 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 the classical queer text moments. Yeah. That to like not confirm it feels like baiting. Right. No, right. <laughs> it's to not like, confirm it's like... it would be baiting. There's way too much bait. Yeah. Like right. what about not... us? Like, give me a fucking break. They were they were basically like <laughs> subtext wise, do... they're like fucking together by episode eight. And it's like there's a whole final show. There's like Right. And they like yeah, exactly. And they like they do all of the romantic tropes that the straight couple don't do, right? Like At the straight all. couple that At actually all. doesn't do a lot of the romantic tropes that this other queer couple does. And so yeah, it just feels. In. Yeah, if yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I can see. Yeah, I totally. can see if it's like the oh, this is the long term thing of like here is this very quick like run of the mill like uh, straight couple. And they go from zero to ten very fast, and that's like the. I mean, it is the main push of a lot of the politics of this season. So I'm just like, it's not that it doesn't have its place, but it feels very formulaic. And you went there, and so it's like, if you're gonna do all this investment in this season, and everyone who knows what they're looking at can see that you're doing this kind of work, because it's just the level of intimacy compared to the straight couple is out of the park. And compared to the the friendship is is tenfold like more intimate than that. So it's like no, these this is this is definitely not a straight relationship, and it's definitely not a friendship. So whatever you're building to, you've done a lot of work, and it better it better come to fruition in the second season, which it seems like it's going that way. And everything is so purposeful that it's just like if you don't do it, this was the craziest bait I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> for a for a like... company that has a uh lesbian couple like give me come on well you know but like how long did it take from them to like finally confirm that and you know there's a lot of there could be a lot of reasons why they did that you know or like they feel like hesitant and why they feel like they can't you know um but then that's also just that just makes it sadder right uh, yeah i mean there shouldn't be a quota and if there is a quota it has to be greater than one one is not a quota (laughs) yeah that's not necessarily what i was referring to but yeah. No, yeah, but I, like like if so they did that. So Riot did that and like has like Leona and Diana as canon. But it's like so wouldn't that just kind of it would the clock doesn't reset. Like they shouldn't be like, "Okay, well we don't have to worry about that for like another 5 years." It it would make sense to like just kind of keep on that train judging by like the kind of character that they have built. And it's not like people are trying to tell them, oh, make Samira and Lux an item. Yeah, no, that's totally my fan theory, specifically in the Space Groove universe based <laughs> off of uh, the 1960s Barbarella elements. But it's um, so good! The coded uh, bodyguard and space princess on her own. But it's um, so good! 
Oh, I know. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, I oh no, I know that there is enough that uh, I'm planted the seeds, harvested the crop. I like, <laughs> like yeah. I know, I know. But yeah, it's like it, totally your point, right? Like, like I don't think that like the not in this like the skin universe makes sense, but Samir and Lux and like practice and like their rune terra selves that doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. you know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but so much about V and Caitlin makes sense. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Well, and there's sorry, like it's yeah. interesting because there's other there's other characters that like could be queer, but they just like don't really you know it's yeah mm-hmm. whatever. We can go we can go in circles, and I would rather not go in circles. Um, <laughs> okay. I would I rather did kind of go in circles. I, I'll, I'll it, cut that. It's out. totally fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just at like an hour mark, so I'm just I'm you know I'm being cognizant of time. Right. Right. Well. We should take a league break. This is a lot of feelings. Um, we will see if they can overcome them for season two. I am not sure personally, Francesca. <laughs> um, but that is all the time we have for today. Um, so you don't have to like us or subscribe to us. I think you can email us. What's our email, Francesca? Uh, bfgpod at gmail.com. And that's pod, like P-O-D, pod. Indeed, um, like that band. um so you can email us uh, how you liked it or any suggestions um you we have a name so you can find us wherever you find us Mm -hmm. um and thanks for being with us i guess (laughs) later